All right. Hello. Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. I'm your host. Who are you? I'm Hill Hippie. How are you doing? I'm good. Is ZK here today? No. No. Taking a day off. But he is working for the boards, working on the boards for us. He's going to go flip this off and go do something else that's very important. Like everything he does that is very important. Yes, flipping off is extremely important. It proves that we're number one. <laughs> and when you get that from the man, that's important. Exactly. Well, I mean, I'll be honest, you know, my that endorsement from the Swedish chef was my favorite thing that ever happened to us. You put the skewer in the turkey? My favorite I missed that. Oh, yeah, I'll show it to you later. I got the... I got the thing. I'll show it to you on my phone. Right on. Got the picture. Oh, greetings. How was your weekend, man? We usually start right there. How was your weekend? Busy, 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 busy. Swe- sweating? Were you sweating as well? Oh, God. Yes. Uh, worked uh, Saturday. Worked Sunday. But Sunday was rather nice. I mean, it had a little bit of overcast, so it wasn't like I was in the direct heat, but I was right against a glass mat wall. It was a combination of gypsum board and uh, fiberglass putting caulking on joints so yeah it got rather hot but i was able to there was no one else on the job site it was just me and my fucking music and my work and went smoothly and after that i got to do a little bit of hiking nice nice excellent well i've just been avoiding death all weekend people drive stupidly these days I'm glad to see that you were successful in that endeavor. <laughs> Avoiding death, and I'm really freaking. I mean, people with, I mean, distracted driving. Everyone's got a smartphone now. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, a light turns green, and it's every single person you got to honk at the in front of you because everyone's looking at their goddamn phone. Right. You know, or you'll be driving down this, you know, a lot of these uh, two lane only roads here in Virginia mm-hmm. where we live. And then you'll see just some guy dr- come around a corner and there's some dude in your lane coming straight at you. Like It's like, he's going to stop. He's going to go back in his lane, right? And Hopefully. eventually you got a honk and they look, oh, shit. It's like, yeah, they look up from their phone. Oh. Yeah, I saw a guy, he was going down the road, going through an intersection. And um, he was in this big van. And he went, like, just started drifting to the right on the intersection, going his way. And then leapt like a drainage ditch. <laughs> then once, as soon as he hit the ground after the drainage ditch, jumping the drainage ditch, that's when I saw the brakes hit, and I was like, "Geez, dude, you are already jumping off to, uh, over a drainage ditch before you realize." A little late there, buddy. Yeah, that you were <laughs> distracted driving. You know, they should put some sort of um, safety feature in there where the phone knows you're through the GPS that you're traveling at a speed faster than a human being could be walking at or running at. Therefore. Just shut down most functionality. But they're building these smartphones into the cars themselves now. You know, you're going to be able to have it all right there at your fingertips in your car eventually. So that's why this research to get self-driving cars is really important to me. Yeah, I'll give you that. (laughs) Why why is America building self-driving cars? Because we're too addicted to our stupid fucking phones (laughs) and we can't pull our noses out of them. Because distracted driving is killing people. That's why. Literally. Yeah. What it takes is a little self-control. You know what? That text message can wait until you arrive at your fucking destination. That's why I like uh, playing all these games on my phone, because I get so many alerts for my games, and I was just like, there's no point in checking my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It, I'll miss text messages, because it's, uh, every time my phone vibrates, it's, like, oh, it's just a game alert. I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to pay attention to my driving, so I don't die today. Yes. That's why I like avoiding death. <laughs> I'm really freaking... God damn that song. <laughs> anyway. Um, Is it because you are like cinnamon? <sighs> you are like cinnamon. Uh, anyway, I have a rant that I've been working on for the last couple weeks. And I've been sitting on it. Not sure if I should go after it because it calls people out. Well, let your phone be the squirrel flag fry, uh, fly, man. <sighs> Say that one more time. Let your foamy the squirrel flag fly. Foamy the squirrel. Okay, I like that. You have, you've never seen Foamy the Squirrel? No. Oh, dude, it's this little cartoon about this, and it's poorly written, as, uh, drawn as fuck. Can you but, excuse me a moment? Nice. I want to talk about critical hats. Dick. I'm good at that. I'm really, really good at that. Amazingly, since you have such a small penis. Yeah, well, I mean... 
Necessity is the mother of invention. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. I want to talk about Critical Hats, and it's not because I watch Critical Hats. It's not like I'm subscribed to his YouTube channel. No. He, I watch Ghost Wolf Games, and that's why I like watching Ghost Wolf Games, because I like Ghost Wolf when he plays games. And I particularly like the Sea of Thieves game, and that's how I came across Ghost Wolf Games and Critical Hats. All right. All right. And... I sat there and I watched every single one of their three, uh, like 114, 13, 14 uh, Sea of Thieves videos. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're all like an hour long at least. That's just how OCD I am about my entertainment. Uh-huh. And so, and I commented on like most of them. <laughs> most of them. And just the other day, I was- Fanboy. I do love it. All right? <laughs> you don't spend that many hours watching it saying, hey, you know, I don't like this. But there are a shitload of videos where Critical Hat is in these games with Ghost Wolf. Mm -hmm. right? His other friends are okay. I don't mind them. I like Ghost Wolf the most. And whenever he's doing a solo match, that's what I want to see. You know? But no. He wants to play with friends all the time. Especially this whiny, whiny little child named Critical Hat. And, um, and like I said, I've commented on like hundreds of these videos. At least a hundred. Of his videos, mm -hmm. particularly these uh, Sea of Thieves um, videos. And uh, my comments, a lot of them have been deleted. A couple days ago, I went looking for these comments again so I can read them for reference for today. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't find a lot of them. I did find four in the first 100. And that means that some, some comments were deleted. Could be. How many comments were on his... Uh, on More than four in the first 100. I know that. No, and I mean, how many comments on average are in each one of his videos? I mean, is it just so many that it could possibly have uh, gotten lost? No, it's dozens. There's dozens of comments. Okay, so it's not like oh, 200 or 200 or something like that. It doesn't that. take long to scour, scour all the comments and see that my comment is no longer in there. Gotcha. All right. It, but these comments are the ones that escape deletion for somehow? Okay. All right, because to be honest, a lot of my comments were scathing and just ripping into them for being uh, possibly colorblind, having no orientation skills, it's like running towards the sunset with a chest. And so I don't know what direction I'm going. And it's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you know, and so I'd make these comments. I would make these long, uh, I would say, man overboard. I would do a thing like called man overboard. And this post is gone. I distinctly remember doing this comment on the one video is a man overboard where they kept constantly shooting each other off on islands. And I went through and meticulously counted every single time somebody left the ship on that one video mm -hmm. and marked the timestamp when that happened. Man overboard, timestamp, comma, timestamp, comma. And it's, it was huge. And it's gone. I put a lot of thought and care and effort into that. That was qu quite rude of you. That was like <laughs> muting me on your game because you think I chew the microphone. Ghost Wolf, you're a little bit of a dick, too, if you could put up with Critical Hat. All right? Because he's more like an asshat, if you ask me. Critical right. Hat. So here's a... On the very first um, video, Sea of Thieves video, they're all numbered, by the way. Number one, Pirate's Booty, Chest of a Thousand Grog, Sea of Thieves on Ghost Wolf Games. And this is my first comment on the first video. And it was 5251 time point, point. At least one of you is an idiot. Just now you realize. And it's something that Ghost Wolf and Critical Hats were talking to each other about. It was like, oh, now you realize. Oh, I'm an idiot. Just now you realize. Mm -hmm. Because I would get in these complicated tirades over it. It's like port and starboard. It's not that hard. Forward and aft. Don't give bearings relational to your viewpoint and position oh my god and so there are so many comments that don't long any longer exist and i'm super mad about that and that's why i'm ranting about critical hats today because critical hats either told ghost wolf who's like you can't have let me let me try to do his voice you can't have them do that ghost you can't have him make these mean comments about me come on that's my imitation of critical hats bitching about my comments on his uh, YouTube videos. Here's another comment coming from the 14th one called Boarding Party. Here's my comment. Geez, Critical Hats is so annoying. Wine, wine, exclaim for no reason. Wine, useless observation. Wine, wine, wine. That comment missed the cut. <laughs> I don't understand. 
Maybe it's not critical wolf, uh, not uh, critical hats, and it's ghost wolf. You That's what it means. Bitching about. Maybe he left that one because it's like I, this, somebody has to say this. <laughs> <laughs> this must be said because I'll be honest, ghost wolf. If he's putting up with this guy, he deserves a medal because he is so calm and even keeled with his voice, even with all this crazy nonsense spewing out of this child's mouth. Critical hat. Now, so. ghost wolf is he a child as well? Um, I have a feeling that they are actually adults, but I'm calling Critical Hats a child because in his head, he's still a child. And there's a lot of adults, quote unquote adults, walking around this world like that today. Ghost, right. he sounds like an adult, and he has a vocabulary like adult. However, Critical Hats has used words like posit before, but he uses it a lot, so I think that maybe he does have a limited em- education. Posit? Posit. I posit that we do this. He says that a lot. All right. Uh-huh. That's the smartest I've ever heard him try to be. So, here's another comment from the 33rd episode, Order of Skulls, Bounty Hunting. 5620 timestamp. The first of a series of brilliant maneuver shipmate, and he really did sail the hell out of that ship. Well done. Some people belong at the helm. Others belong in the bilge trying to explain their irrational love for a chicken. I'll come back around to why I said that. Others belong in the galley, plucking said chicken because a crew of hungry men are chanting, no more bananas. Perhaps they introduce starvation next or freshwater requirements. Think about that. (laughs) You'll be eating each other. We'll get to that. But my point is, is that (laughs) trying to explain their irrational love for chicken. This is their, they were wandering around the island. They found a chicken crate and they, then in critical hats, caught a chicken and spent like the rest of the video playing with the chicken moving it around. It's like, I love this chicken. Don't hurt my chicken, ghost. Stuff like that. That's my imitation of him again. Mm, I think Ghost. They're going to kill my chicken. Oh, did I see a shiny? No, 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 I didn't. It's shit like that. Maybe he's an adolescent. Oh, wait. I'm in a grown man, and I still like playing with my chicken. The point is, is I'm there to listen to Ghost Wolf, not Critical Hats. If I were subscribed to his channel, I feel like I have no reason to bitch about Critical Hats but he is interloping on Ghost Wolf's channel. Here's the last comment I have. This is from the 96th episode, the Hungering One boss fight. Comment said, Friggin' critical hats. You should have sent a galleon to fetch a song because you had to fetch a song for this quest and you had to bring it. You know why ships with more than one mast were ever built, right? Because they went to go fetch the song on a sloop, which has one mast. Right. So I've, and all of my comments had something like this. It's like, you know, there's a reason why they have, they went up to three masts. You can catch more of the wind with three masts. I feel like I shouldn't have to explain this to somebody who sounds like an adult and uses words like posit. Okay. There's a reason. Anyway, my comment continues. Still love the teamwork. And there was good teamwork. Uh, love the impromptu flotilla shipmates. They probably don't even know what that word means. I used fusillade in, in a post and I haven't seen, found that. Uh, comment <laughs> anyway love the teamwork love the impromptu uh, flotilla those of you who have weak stomach should get bent good fight you know nothing about music <laughs> scathing right uh, the people with weak stomachs that was pointed directly at critical hat all right ass hat I should say so I think it's kind of rude that you guys deleted my comments well a lot of your comments you were being a dick Madman, lowercase. Definition. <laughs> it's who I am. But here's the problem. What's the problem? A lot of people on their channels and shit like this, they only want the positive. They don't care about the negative. I would never delete any comment on my YouTube videos. If I said a lot of people, not all. I did a post once on Instagram where I used hashtag Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. All right. Blue Man Group. And um, an African-American guy followed that hashtag to my post and uh, commented on that post. It was about a podcast I was about to do. Mm-hmm. And he says, his post was like, cracker ass cracker. You look like you're mad because your girl left you. <laughs> and so I love that comment. I went and I hearted it, and I went and typed a response. And I said, LOL. At your, I mean, it's hilariously inaccurate. I agree, but hey. 
not everyone has your sense of humor. It's like I said, some people don't want to read those negative comments. Fuck this shit. But that's I what don't want to hear that, people's negativity. I'm a fucking millennial and I that's don't what like I, that <laughs> shit. <laughs> but that's why that's what me and that black guy have in common. They go to he went to hashtag Blue Lives Matter, saw the most recent post, and said, I'm gonna fuck up this whitey. <laughs> Comment is like, you didn't hurt my feelings, dude. Right. You know, you can call me a cracker all you want. I know what I am. You know. I can't help it. Are you a saltine or an oyster? Considering your time at the Navy, I'm gonna say you're an oyster cracker. Oyster cracker. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Oddly enough, the the only thing that helped with the seasickness was when your stomach's going nuts over the seasickness crackers are like the best thing ever Uh, (laughs) say that give that information to a uh, african-american just first time on a boat hey man crackers will help you survive crackers will help you get over the seasickness just you know chomp on a cracker or two you'll feel better what the fuck just don't just don't bite anyone higher ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they like it, this is the Navy. <clears throat> Indeed it is. Anyway, that's my critical hats rant. I'm, I'm mad that I can't find my comments. I mean, I spent time and effort on that stuff. Uh, thank you, Ghost Wolf Games. I really do enjoy your stuff. And I understand that critical hat is kind of good to have behind a scope on different games. But generally, he's you know just a little whiny, whiny little ass hat. And now we come to the Hill Hippies Garden. What do you want to talk about today, man? Uh, sounds like something you need badly in your life right now. Oh, so a smudge or something like that to cleanse my spirit or some bullshit like that? No. What do you got? What do you prescribe for me, shaman? Shinrin Yoku. Shinrin Yoku? Shinrin Yoku. Okay. Japanese for forest bathing. Uh... Like during the rainy season, or no, just it's about going out into the forest on a regular basis and activating all five of your senses you know, touch, taste, taste the air, smell the air. Which ones can you shut off? Can I shut off? Yeah, your senses. See, I've been married twice, so I know how to shut off my hearing and only hear what I want to. Okay. Uh, my eyes from time to time can be good or not so good. And I can be either wide of vision or I can turn on a tunnel vision and be very focused and not notice everything around me. And if I play with my nostrils enough, I can pretty much clog my uh, my olfactory senses as well. Anyway. And I don't have to reach out and touch anything, so therefore I can shut off my sense of touch as well. Well, it's like not tasting because you're not eating anything. Or keeping my mouth closed. Yeah. There you go. You can chew with your mouth closed. Yeah, but I feel like somebody should have said that to you by now. <laughs> Dude, I'm chewing because I'm opening my mouth because I'm putting another bite in. I haven't finished chewing the one before. I got to get it in my mouth now. Yeah, we're going to clip that for later. I'm going to use that sound bite. Yes. <laughs> so seriously, you go out in the forest, you open up your senses and what? Just walk around a little bit. Just experience it. A hike. Do I have to be naked? You don't have to be. Is it recommended? Mm, probably not, because you might get arrested. Unless okay. you are deep, 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 deep in the forest. And then you dig a hole and you have sex with it? Is that what you do? No, but I hadn't thought... Is that th- what you do? Is I hadn't what... thought about that. Are you serious? I'm not serious. I haven't thought about having, uh, digging a hole and having sex with it. Really? Really. Dude, there's so, so many, like, tears and rips and gashes on the sides of trees that look like vaginas. <laughs> you open the door, dude. What do you expect? You know who you're talking to. Tell me more about this forest bathing I need to do. <laughs> well, it's been a concept throughout uh, Japanese history that there are positive effects from Shinrin-yoku or forest bathing. You know, a lot of people talk about going out getting into nature because it makes them feel better well there's this one professor and i know i'm butchering his name oh, actually he's an associate pressure at uh, uh professor at nippon medical school his name is queen lee he's actually just written a book on called forest medicine where he's uh 
done research with people, groups of people, taking them out into the forests and taking them into cities. And uh, during these three-day adventures, he's been measure, uh, measuring different things in their bodies, you know, to find out what the effects are of walking and engaging in the forest versus the cities are. Well, when the people go out and engage all five of their senses, you know, sight, touch, feel, well, touch is feel, fuck. You know what I'm getting at, goddammit. Your senses, the ones you can, yes. you can turn on and off at will. Right, because let's face it, most people don't have the third eye open. The old pineal gland does not work for everybody. Pineal? Pineal, that's the probably the proper te- uh, pronunciation, Mr. Grammar. That's more biology, really. Neuroscience, perhaps? Depends on how you look at it. Anyway, I should forest bathe. I get you. Meanwhile, back at the Batcave, right? <laughs> well, his research has proven that uh, going out and engaging in uh, the Shinrin-yoku, just being in nature, getting the smells and the sights and the touch, that it cre- increases the production of NK cells. It's a lymphocyte cell or white blood cell. That is known for increasing the immunity, known for fighting cancer cells. It's uh, he saw reductions scores in anxiety, depression, anger, fatigue, and confusion, an increase in vigor, an increase in uh, oh god, I know I'm gonna mispronounce this adipocytin or GB, uh, GBP twenty eight protein hormones. Oh right, right, which uh, help fight obesity, diabetes. Increases uh, your metabolism. It fucking reduces blood pressure, dude. One of his studies, he took people out who were typically on blood pressure medication. Took them, uh, took a measure of these people over three days just in the lab of how much their blood pressure was reduced by their blood pressure medication. Took them out into the forest for three days. Didn't give them their blood pressure medication. It dipped the, uh, it reduced the blood pressure lower, just slightly lower, but lower than what the blood pressure medication did. It's fucking free, man. Just go out to the fucking forest. What's what's the name of this? Is it, I guess, a Japanese word? Yeah. Shinrin-yoku? Yeah. I, I like the American way to say it. Camping. You don't necessarily have to camp. Just a one-day trip does the same thing, because uh, if you look it up, you can see the bars for each day and you will see the reduction just even a one day trip does it it doesn't have to be a three day trip he just did three days well would it be like an overnight or just just going out there during the day just going out during the day just like digging a hole fucking it and going home yeah absolutely gotta leave your DNA behind like I said I've been camping I just want to know when was the last time you've been camping uh, last year yeah so you have not been in the forest since then that's okay I really don't like pooping out there you don't have to poop out there. There are parks that allow you to get into the forest with facilities close by, so you don't have to poop and wipe your ass with a pine cone or some moss. Well, you know, this is Virginia. When we go camping, we take our guns, and we got to get way, way, way out there so we can shoot at stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You choose to. This is camping. At least I'm not shooting into animals. I, sh- I like shooting guns. I just don't want to aim-, aim it at anything that's alive other than, I guess, grass then i think you missed the whole point of a gun isn't it not really it's a tool for destruction of a life i know and like batman taught me i need to learn more more about it than the people who think that it's you know gives them power that's why i learned about firearms Mm -hmm. batman taught me everything i need to know about firearms it's a weapon of the enemy but you need to understand it better than they do do you understand it better than they do uh, uh, enough Mm mm-hmm it's not like I went down to the Bat Cave and got trained at uh, you know, you know Batman is going over every every gun, you know, and I'm wearing these little tiny green booty shorts the whole time. That it's whole, not like I got to that experience. That whole premise is flawed because Batman doesn't use guns. Why would he keep guns in the Bat Cave? To know about them. He's a fucking genius, dude. He doesn't have to keep them to know about them. I have a Batman comic where he taught Robin how to throw guns. So you'd need guns for the proper weight to know how to throw a gun accurately. Throw a gun? Yeah. You have to be taught to throw a gun? I have a comic book. It's a Chuck Dixon comic book where uh, he's teaching Robin how to use the firearms. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. 
This is how it works. This is how many rounds are in the magazine, so you can count the rounds. You get all Archer with it. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to practice throwing them. Like, and you have to... So you can disarm a, a thug, throw, throw it at somebody else. Boom. Be badass. Batman and Robin. Fuck yeah. All right. I'd be more like Jason Todd, though. I'd have a gruesome, gruesome explosion death. Joker would beat me to death with a crowbar. <laughs> right up your rectum. I don't know. There's something satisfying about those panels in the comic book where the death of Jason Todd, <laughs> the Joker's just beating him with this crowbar. And I don't know. There's a sense of satisfaction by soul. It's like, yes, Joker, kill him. He's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, God rest Shinrin Yoku. He's not dead, by the way. Um, <laughs> by the way, he's not dead. Oh God, complicate. It's the 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 most immortal people in the world. Fair enough. Fair enough. The most immortal people in the world live in comic books. <laughs> like even Superman died, came back. <laughs> Anyway, I guess I got to go camping more. Do you think that would count? Camping? Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, they suggest doing it at least once a month. So you either got to go camping once a month or go off for a hike once a month or just take your happy ass out into the woods, find a rock or a bench or something, plop your ass down, spend an hour or two just letting go, just watching looking, smelling. The interesting thing about this is if you want just half of the benefits of it, there's ways to do it at home. See, I got you covered. I know how lazy your ass is and how you don't like to go out and do shit, you little recluse you. Yes. They found out that the uh, the fenticides coming off of the trees, the olfactory right, right, right. thing that's actually in essential oils are a good portion of what triggers these positive health benefits so if you start using essential oils in like the diffusers around your home you get some of the benefits with the japanese cypress tree being the best one that he's found to date now i'm not sure if he's tried all the ones in america or anything like that but it tells me right now i'm buying my happy ass some japanese cypress oil that way you know i can get a little bit of that good effects help make my body feel better not that my metabolism needs to go up anymore if it does I think I'll disappear but you know just to, I'm getting up there in age man I gotta take care of myself I don't know the only argument is the happening the happening yeah that's the only thing that scares me about this concept alright but the happening is in the movie you, oh okay Mark Wahlberg movie I don't think I've seen it it's oh, okay oh oh that's the one where the uh, all the plants start putting out these chemicals that Started killing people. Oh, it's good to sniff the trees, is it? Yes, it is. Okay. Because you know what? It's a Mark Wahlberg movie, so therefore we know it's bullshit. Fair enough. <laughs> You've been keeping me in check all day. That's great. Anyway, I've had this goddamn song stuck in my head all day. I just—I don't know if you've heard it, but... You know I've heard it. You're the one who played it for me. Barely picking it up. Yeah. Oh, well. I had, w- I had wanted to ask EK to set it up so I can do this, but it's Hostels on the Hill by Bad Lip Reading. Every It's like every month, I instead of going to the forest, I, I'll listen to this song, and then it'll get caught in my head for like a week. You are like cinnamon. So I just want to give them a free plug and make somebody else get this earwig in their head so I can pass it on. So go ahead and get, check out Ghost Wolf Games and go ahead and check out Bad Lip Readings, Hostel on the Hill. I've had that in my head. We have a question. Is cannibalism truly wrong? Depends on the situation. See, that's what I mean. Um, and first of all, it's disgusting. I mean, overpopulation is a problem. Mm-hmm. And the most uh, compelling argument about abortion is that, hey, overpopulation is a problem. And it's like, that's true. And so, um, but there have been cases where people would give consent. It's like, yeah, I'll let you eat me. You know, as weird as that is, it's like if somebody gives you consent to eat them, and I guess unless murder is involved, you have to murder them first. 
But say you're on your deathbed and some cannibal comes to you and is like, hey, can I eat you? And you, you're like, yeah, sure. I don't mind. I'm on my way out anyway. See, no. Would you think that that's wrong? I mean, in survival situations, you know, like the, that movie Alive where the right. soccer team cr- crashed in the Andes. Absolutely acceptable. But, you know, here's the whole the, the problem with that whole premise of the hypothetical that you just uh, laid out. Yeah. Let's say I'm the cannibal, right? You're on your deathbed. And you say, yeah, you could eat me. And if I'm dumb enough to say, okay, I'm, depending on what you're dying from, I might catch myself some nasty-ass disease and be out myself. Yes. I mean, they... I've heard that eating human flesh is bad for the body, and then I've heard, like, that... Particularly, like, brains and neural tissue. Yeah, but, I mean... And this is, like, years and years ago, so I don't know how true it was... And I've never really done the research on it because I don't fucking care because I don't plan on munching on human steak anytime soon. But like I heard something about how the, all the people that were in that uh, on that soccer team that crashed on that mountain had to be treated for some sort of toxicity or something from the eating of the human flesh. Now I could be wrong on that. I could be a hundred percent wrong on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't have that information right in front of me. Right. <laughs> You do have the internet, but we don't have that type of time. No. But, no. you know, let's say you're dying of, I don't know, pneumonia. And I decide to start munching on me some well, Scott steak. And not you, the tube steak. I'm talking, I'm going to chop. I don't care what you do with me when I'm dead. I mean, yeah, you can fuck you, me, eat me. I don't give a shit. But, I mean, what? It, you heard it there, folks. I got the consent. <laughs> it's all about that consent. <laughs> Once I'm dead. Can I change your diaper, too? <laughs> But, uh, but, uh, you know, let's say I decide to cut a piece off of your meaty arm and start gnawing on it. You know, I make myself some Scott jerky and I'm taking it on a trail as I'm doing some Shinran Yoku. I might catch the, uh, catch your pneumonia and I'm out. Not if you make jerky out of me. Not necessarily. Uh, You know, curing that, you know, may not, they'll probably kill the pneumonia virus. Might. I don't know. I've never seen a study where they see if the effects of drying meat gets rid of viruses in it or not. Because I know the way I do my jerky, I like to leave, leave some of the fat that's still a little juicy, not 100%, you know, just dried out and like, you know, okay. chewing on guitar strings. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I got like a metallic taste in my mouth right now. <laughs> Why do I know the taste of a guitar string? <laughs> I think I licked my guitar at one point. I don't know. <laughs> you must have a lonely life, my friend. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I love my guitar so much. I, no, I think it's more like I wanted to taste it. What 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 do they taste like? That all of a sudden there there's an actual sense memory that came into my mind. It's like I know exactly what you mean about the flavor of guitar strings. <laughs> Oh my God! I hope, I hope, I hope this is something you did when you were like, I don't know, five or six, fifteen ish. Oh. I ain't never gonna get to taste a pussy. I might as well taste my guitar, dude. I'll still play with GI Joe's at fifteen. I had no interest in women until I was like seventeen. None. I was late bloomer, as they say. Uh-huh. It was also that same year where it was like, hey, girls, wow. <laughs> was when I had my growth spurt. I went up like six, seven inches in height, put on a bulk in my shoulders and stuff like that. Nice. They're like, hey, what did get you out for the football team? And I, no fucking thank you. I <laughs> See, I'm still waiting on the growth spurt that's going to give me bulk in my shoulders. <laughs> well, good luck with that. I know, right? <laughs> I went and then I'll be a real boy. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, cannibalism. I don't know. I really don't. Um... Now, I think there are laws against eating human flesh, unless you are in a situation like a survival scenario like you were, like the soccer team was in the Andes. Right. Or, or was it the Alps? Andes. The Alps. Uh, Andes, Andes. Yeah. Alps are in uh, France and stuff. Right, right, right. Uh, so, other than that, you know, even if, the, going back to the hypothetical scenario, if you gave me the permissions, like, the police could still come at the door and lock me up. But Scott said it was okay. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And what's worse, 
He made a shoehorn out of his shin. See, that's, yeah, that's a little serial killery. The, uh, I'll make a shoehorn out of your shin. I'll make a lampshade really... a durable skin. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that... there's a song by Blind Melon that talks about that. It's fucking great, man. Okay. Now that song stuck in my head. Fucking yeah. awesome. 20 nights in the ice in a long time. God damn it. Don't you I guess know I gotta listen that to Blind I'm Melon. always feeling able when I'm sitting home and carving out your navel? Oh, <sighs> just a sitting here carving out your navel. Please stop. You did it. No, I did not. Yes, you did. Did not. Uh, cannibalism. Uh, cannibalism. Well, you want to get into the news worth knowing? We got about 24 minutes left. Sure. Otherwise, we're going to ta- be talking about cannibalism. people again. Yeah. Okay. I love my comment to this. That shit doesn't even end well in Grand Theft Auto. Err? Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, woman, steal fire truck. Lead police on hours-long chase in California. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pick the most inconspicuous thing we can find. A fire truck. That's inconspicuous. A man and a woman allegedly stole a fire truck after uh, the the door opened and thought Hollywood. Before leading... What? They saw the door open of the thing. They, They thought Hollywood. Oh, God. Before leading police on an hour-long, hours-long chase through several California towns. A Sacramento Metro fire engine was stolen on Sunday, Saturday afternoon from the scene of a vegetation sire in the Riolina area, area, Fox 40 reported. The unidentified man stole the truck, valued about a million dollars, in Rio Linda and picked up the, uh, the woman outside her home about a mile away. And the pursuit ensued. KCRA reported. Several agencies pursued the stolen truck as it traveled nearly 100 miles across four counties and reportedly swerved into oncoming traffic several times. Quote, one driver at a time had a shirt off, completely covering their face except for their eyes, so it was hard to tell whether one of them was female or male, says uh, Chip Sergeant Brian Whitmer Whitmer told reporters. Uh, The chase came to an end two hours later on Highway 70 in Butte County, where it was stopped by California Highway Police after spikes uh, deployed you know, spike strips, uh, uh, pulled a tire off the truck. Two suspects, a man and a woman, were taken into custody. Investigators said the suspects took turns driving and were both believed to be under the influence of drugs, alcohol, or a combination of two during the chase. I knew it. I was going to say, I feel like there's meth involved here somewhere. probably. Uh, The door was wide open. We thought, Hollywood, just expletive. Hollywood, fuck yeah! Yeah, right? All right, here you go. We're going to drive. Take off, the unidentified male suspect said after he was detained. Both suspects are facing multiple felony charges. Yeah, I should hope so. Quote, our number one priority is the safety of the community in this case, that of effective communities which uh, the pursuit took place. We are relieved no one was injured, including any of our personnel from hashtag Metro Fire and all other responding allied agencies. Metro Fire at Sacramento said in a tweet. That's a lie. The fire truck was injured. <laughs> Authorities said the truck will be assessed for damage. Photographs of the vehicle posted on social media showed the fire truck sustained damage, including front wheel, which is down to its rim. It, quote, it wouldn't be going into it won't be going into service until extensive work is made. Metro, I've corrected his quote. Gotcha. Because he misspoke. Captain Chris Vestal told the Sacramento Bee. Captain Grammer. That shit does just it doesn't. It doesn't even end well in Grand Theft Auto, man. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, but I would never do it in real life. I'd do it in Grand Theft Auto. But maybe that's just because I, I don't smoke meth. That's probably why, you know? <laughs> I, I can't imagine what the effects of meth are. I've heard they're bad. Now I believe they're even more mad. Maybe it was a different drug, but I feel like meth would be the one to do it. Or maybe that new one that makes people quote-unquote zombified. You know, where they go crazy and start trying to bite people and oh, shit. Oh, the bath salts, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I thought it was something different. Yeah. Fucking well, bath salts. See, yeah, now don't I'm, mess with bath salts. Now don't. I'm disillusioned. I thought bath salts, if you do them, that you were going to see your food come to life and start talking with them. I was, I've always been having this, like, ever since I saw that movie, it's like, man. What, you talking about there, sausage party? Fucking right, right man. <laughs> it's like, haven't you ever wanted to know what your food has to say to you? No! No, Seth Rogen a million times. No, (laughs) 
So yeah, I've had this idea in my head for the longest time to just buy a pack of portobello mushrooms and some uh, the button mushrooms, go out and get some mushrooms from the wild, just stand them up on a counter, fucking inject some bath salts, and just let the party ensue. Come on, boys. Let's do a chorus line. <laughs> Boy. No, no. <laughs> a thousand times no, Seth Rogen. And uh, what's with all the penises? Sick of seeing so many penises, Seth Rogen. I'm sick of people thinking that I look like you and you sh- all, all penises all the time. That's what I have to say to Seth Rogen. All right. Anyway, Texas server says Patriot called him a terrorist on receipt and left no tip. A young restaurant server in Texas says a racist message allegedly scribbled on a patron's receipt isn't going to get him down. Khalil Kavil, 20, uh, was waiting tables on July 14th at Saltgrass Steakhouse in Odessa when he collected a check left around 9.15 p.m., only to discover an offensive message written on the receipt. According to a post Kavil shared on Facebook, the patron had circled the name Khalil, which had been printed at the top of the seat and receipt and wrote, We don't tip terrorist next to it and left no gratuity. $108 check, by the way. At the moment, I didn't know what to think or to say. I was so sick to my stomach, the 20-year-old wrote in a Facebook post alongside a photo of the note. Kavil, who told Big 2 Fox 24 that though strangers have previously and incorrectly assumed that he was Middle Eastern roots because of his name, he was in fact named in memory of a fallen veteran. My dad was in the military and a buddy that he was very close to served with him. Khalil was killed in an accident, and so my dad just named me after him, one of his best friends. He said, as noted in Odessa American, Khalil means friend in Arabic. Mm-hmm. In the days since, Khalil's Facebook post has sparked an outpouring of support with 2,400 reactions and 885 comments, some of which were left by Facebook users offering to send him the tip money. All right, was it Khalil or Khalil? Khalil. Khalil Kavil Kavil is his name. Quote, it was not an issue. It was not about the money. It was never about the money. It's about shedding light on the issue I feel very passionate about. He told the outlet of his decision to share the reported story, citing his faith in God as motivation. Quote, I share this because I want people to understand that this racism and this hatred still exists. Although this is nothing new, it is still something that will test your faith. All day, I've had to remind myself that Jesus died for these people, too. The 20-year-old continued on Facebook. I've decided to let this encourage me and fuel me to change the world the only way I know how. So let all the haters out there keep talking. You're only helping me step into my destiny. Uh, Khalil, you know, good job on you, man. Way to keep positive and know that you share a name with one of the great shining lights American's of veterans. World. Exactly. An American hero. That too. I was actually going a different direction. Well, that's the point is that, you know, guys named Khalil and Tyrone, you know, and whatever racist name you can think of fought and died in wars to protect this country. I think the that phrase racist name right there is. Is, is Tyrone a racist name? I, there are no racist names. Just names. Just names. But yeah, I guess. No, it's what it, they're just names. It's the way the racist people hear them and respond to them. <laughs> Jackasses that they are. But the point is, is that they saw his name on the receipt. It wasn't David yeah. or Billy uh, Billy Joe Bob, so therefore he. Yeah, he, <laughs> they assumed it was an actual. Which I find funny, considering you know they were being served by this guy. Yeah. Well, that's why they do it on the check at the end. Mm-hmm. You don't act racist if he's bringing you your food. Yeah. Once your food's on the table, then fuck that guy. <laughs> Terrorist. Jackasses. Well, Again, you share a name with one of the great lights in this world, yeah. Khalil Gibrian. Oh, you're talking about somebody else. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, ever read The Prophet by Khalil Gibran? No. It's a book that's all about positivity and light and philosophy. There's a little bit of Gibran in... Uh, in this Khalil as well. Good on you, brother. Way to stay. Uh, way to stay strong. How much of a truck can a woodchuck chuck? Paul Ryan says woodchucks ate his SUV, and he's not alone. Yeah, 
That kind of headline makes me click on it, too. Right? Uh, Speaker Paul Ryan came close to finding out uh, when a family of the of critters, woodchucks, infested his SUV while it was sitting in storage this past winter. My car was eaten by animals, Ryan told the Economic Club of Washington, D.C. on Thursday. It's just dead. <laughs> Ryan was discussing his upcoming retirement from Congress and talking about how he hasn't been allowed to drive since becoming Speaker of the House in 2015. He said he's been storing his Chevy, Chevy Suburban at his mother's house in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, and that it won't start when he went to check on it after returning from a trip to, from Florida this year. Uh, he brought it to his dealership. The mechanics told him that wood checks had been gnawing not the wires. <laughs> uh, many types of rodents engage in this activity, which some have blamed for the use of soy-based products in automotive wiring system, but have yet to definitely prove. Woodchucks... Or whistle pigs, this are also known. Really? I've no, I've always heard groundhogs. Groundhogs, pigs. yeah. Woodchuck, That's what we called groundhogs okay. back in West Virginia. Okay. Whistle pigs <laughs> have become so common in the Badger State that Governor Scott Walker signed a bill last year that removed them from Wisconsin's protected species list. People are pissed. <laughs> People are pissed. <laughs> Which lifted restrictions on hunting them. In fact, a similar case was reported this spring to police department in uh, Madison, according to WPTA, when the uh, private cars of several officers started having problems tracked back to chewed wires. <laughs> they caught the furry suspect on a security camera. <laughs> Some poor cop had to scour their security. It's like, it's a fucking whistle pig. <laughs> <laughs> now, maybe they're calling, you know, ground uh, groundhogs. It, the woodchucks by mistake. I don't know. It's but probably this writer has never seen one of these. Probably. Yeah. Now, here's the thing: we've been hunting whistle pigs in West Virginia for ages. It's West Virginia. It's, yeah. So you it's know, not it, Wisconsin. Yeah, you guys need some help. Just call up some good old boys from West Virginia. We'll not only show you how to hunt these things because there's a certain time of day and a certain way to do it, certain sounds you listen for. We'll also teach you how to turn them into a tasty borgoo. <laughs> oh man. They removed them from the endangered species list. They're so pissed. <laughs> that's bad, man. That's what you. That's what happens. That's the kind of power the Speaker of the House has. Now, here's the thing that I got to say. You know, Mr. Speaker, I don't know how old your mother is because I don't know how old you are because I don't care enough about you to pay attention to who you are and what your age is. He's the Speaker of the House. Don't fucking care. Don't get into politics. But here's the thing. Somebody should have been trying to start that uh, SUV like once a month. Yeah. You've let it been sitting around for what? What do you say? Two, since 2015? Yeah. That uh, motherfucker wasn't going to start anyway. Well, yeah. And yeah, and the tires would have been screwed up. I mean, I, I had a lot of guys who went on deployment and stuff like that when I was in the Navy. And they get a storage unit, put their car in, and they take the tires off and mm -hmm. put it up on blocks and everything. Yeah. I had a uh, job where I was driving a company vehicle. And they would let us take it home. That way, you know, if we had to leave, you know, my shift started, well, we need you to drive up to just south of Chicago to take care of one of our clients up there. But even on days off, you had to start it up, right? Well, my personal car would sit around unused for oh, the I longest see. time. So, therefore, I had to, you know, periodically make sure I'd go out and start it. Do and a lap around the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That way it wouldn't get deteriorated. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, they give you a company vehicle and you can use it for personal reasons when you're off. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. save the wear and tear on my vehicle. But if you leave it around for months unattended, yeah. Yeah, it's the, defeating the purpose. Yeah. The the animals are going to move in. <laughs> hey, there haven't been people around this place in a long time. Let's hang out here. Right. And it was she was storing it, did you say in the garage? Uh, it didn't say. Oh, okay. It didn't say. He didn't say. Okay, I was going to say, if it was in the garage, what the it, fuck's happening at this house, yeah. man? Well, it could have been. need some exterminators or some shit. Yeah, it could be, you know, yeah. Anyway. Uh, police seize a car because it had a bucket seat. Like an actual bucket for a seat? Exactly. Oh, right on. All right, police in England pulled over a car. Oh, England. See, they don't have state inspections over there, do they? Uh, they don't have them in Illinois. Yeah, weird. Uh, police Not every state has them. This is why we have it here. Police in England pulled over a car last week with a flat tire that was also missing a front fender. But they were shocked to discover it had a bucket seat. Not an actual bucket seat, but an overturned bucket being used by the driver as a seat. As if that weren't bad enough, the steering wheel of the Pugot, Pugot, 
206 compact. I am so sorry, England, for not knowing that word. It sounds... I'm so sorry that you have to drive it. Slavic? Uh, it was missing, and they were locking pliers in its place. Wow. <laughs> Vice grips to steer, yeah, just to sitting steer on a with bucket. It, yeah. The Kingsland authorities don't seem to have been impressed by the fact that the driver was able to operate the manually equipped, manual transmission equipped vehicle in this condition. God. And tweeted that it has, he had too many offenses to mention. He was driving with vice grips, sitting on a bucket on a manual transmission. <laughs> and this car deteriorated to this point long enough that this is the first time he got caught for it. Now, here's the thing. And the manual was it was it a floor based stick shift or was it on, like three on the tree? Because three on the tree, I think they would be getting in the way of the vice grips. <laughs> well, forget don't forget that you know they're on the other side, so you can have the vice grips with your right hand and have the shift with the lex- left hand. Minutia, it's I on mean, the floor. It's on the floor. Yeah, but the, like what I'm asking is, it is on is the gear shifter. On the steering column. No, no, They used no, to no. have the manuals. It's on the floor, it looks like. The manuals used to... Uh, yeah, it's on the floor, them. man. Oh, okay. That's what I'm getting at. Cause... It's on the floor. Yeah. Anyway, he passed a drug and alcohol test. Good for him. Completely sober. Well, I feel like you couldn't drive that thing if you were inebriated. <laughs> I feel like if you cracked open a beer and just sniffed it, you wouldn't be able to operate that piece of shit. No, it's like every time he got in that car, when he gets to the point where you got pliers to turn the wheel... And a bucket to sit on. You're just like, there is no way I am going to be drunk or high or anything in this car. Because when I get pulled over and they look in this car, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked anyway. <laughs> so let's not come, you know, pile yeah. on onto this. Let's not make it any worse than it already is. <laughs> Police said the car's registration expired in 2015. It was seized and sent to the scrapyard. I mean, it was halfway. It had one foot in the grave already, right? One foot? <laughs> I feel like it had nine, uh, nine toes in them. I just can't believe he got a lo- around that long until the car deteriorated that much that he hadn't been noticed to that point. Yeah, I figured the you know the missing fender would have got somebody's attention earlier. <laughs> so that's probably like the most recent thing he lost. It was the fender, well, it and had then to be. he got pulled over. Yeah. All right. Um, and you know he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. All right. Using kidnapping to thwart kidnapping. Let's talk about this real quick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, quick thinking gas station clerk saved kidnapping victim by locking her in the store bathroom. Please say. Okay. Quick thinking California gas station clerk is being praised after she helped a woman um, from 14 suspecting suspected of kidnapping and sexually assaulting her. Savannah Pritchett. Uh, was working in the Triple R Gas and Mini Mart on Waterford on Wednesday when a woman walked in and asked for her help. The 24-year-old did not hesitate to act and took the woman in the back and locked her in the, uh, in the bathroom before calling police. Everything that happened, it was just like instinct for me, like I knew they had to keep her hidden. Police said the woman had, was kidnapped by four teenagers who had stopped to get gas. The victim used the ruse that she needed to use the restroom. Sergeant Tom Letras, uh, spokesman for the Stanislaus... County Sheriff's Office told the news station. Pritchett said the woman came in, grabbed her hand, asking for help. I gave her my cell phone, locked the door, and I took her in the back and I hid there. I I hid her back there until the sheriffs got there and took her out of the bathroom. Surveillance video from the Mini Mart shows Pritchett locking the door in less than uh, a minute before 18-year-old Anthony Sandoval and another teen claimed they also needed to use the bathroom. She said Sandoval claimed he had a prosthetic foot and cancer. They asked me, you know, why'd you lock the door? And I told them uh, that she started her period, Pritchett recalled. Minutes later, one of the teens uh, realized deputies were arriving and begged Pritchett to hide him. She refused. The video shows the armed deputy storm in the store. Uh, three teens were arrested that day, Fox 40 reported. Fourth teen was arrested the following day. I wasn't trying to put anyone in jail, Pritchett said. I was just trying to help a woman who said she needed help. Well, yeah, good thing you did and good thing those people are in jail. Right. But I mean, I, that's technically saving somebody from a kidnapper by kidnapping them. Technically. Well, no. Sh- should that be five counts of t- kidnapping? No. Kidnapping no. with intent to rescue? See, that's the thing. Kidnapping implies it's against her will. She went in there willingly. She basically allowed herself to be locked in there, so therefore it could be you know, argued that she basically locked herself in there just having somebody else turn the key. I'm just making a dumbass joke for... 
a situation that was horrible that ended well, as well as could be expected. I think about that victim, you know, who's like, would you say it ended well? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Kidnapped and sexually assaulted? No. No. I think it could have gone way better. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's easy for us here on this side of her world to say, at least they got caught. Right. And I'm sure she feels some satisfaction of that. At least they got caught. Mm-hmm. But that could it have gone better? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah way better. I mean, there's... It could have could have gone without the four counts of sexual assault. Right. That they got charged with. Mm-hmm. There's some they didn't get charged with. Poor, poor girl. Yeah. She, not only... Just think about what she's got to live with up in her brain for the rest of her fucking life. Exactly. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Let's get something a little close to home for our last story. All right. And hopefully it's something a little brighter. It is a little brighter. Yay. A Virginia girl, three years old, uses FaceTime to save her father's life after he suffers a stroke. A three-year-old Winchester, Virginia girl has been hailed as a hero for using FaceTime to call her mother after her father suffered a stroke last week. On July 4th, while Trevor McCabe was home with his daughter, Molly, McCabe heard a loud humming noise in his ears and felt like he was going to lose his balance. That sounds like a stroke, his Mm -hmm. wife. (laughs) Uh, Devon told Fox News. Moments later, McCabe... 27, was on the ground and felt like he was dying, he said, according to his wife. That's when Molly, who had not yet learned the alphabet, used the FaceTime feature on her father's iPhone to call her mom. At first, Devon, an ICU ICU nurse, missed the call. Lucky. (laughs) But when a second FaceTime came through, Devon, worried, picked up the call to see her three-year-old daughter in tears. She was sobbing, crying, and and couldn't articulate words very well, she said. The young girl then turned the phone so Devon Devon could see her husband collapsed on the ground. I thought he passed out, she said, adding that she immediately started to shake all over. Devon then called her neighbor, who rushed over the family's home and called 911. Devon quickly left work, arriving home around the same time the ambulance did. McCabe's doctors later determined uh, he had suffered a stroke as a result of a blood clot to his basilar artery. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Located in the front of the brainstem. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. Not a good place to have a blood clot. Yeah, it carries oxygenated blood to the cerebellum brainstem and occipital lobes. The cerebellum Mm -hmm. helps with voluntary processes such as posture, balance, coordination, and speech, according to Healthline, Uh, which explains the interruption of blood flow through the basilar artery can lead to severe brain damage, organ function, even death. While the clot itself was successfully broken up, McCabe's brain began to swell. Oh, man requiring the 27-year-old to undergo emergency brain surgery. He was also placed on a ventilator, which was recently removed, Devon said. Doctors became a hole, blame a hole in McCabe's heart, more formally called a patent for memon. Oh, wow, I'm not even going to try this. Or PFO. <laughs> it's a PFO <laughs> as a cause of the stroke. While McCabe has a long way to go before he is fully recovered, he's on the mend, Devon said. The 29-year-old said she's most thankful that her husband's personality was not affected by a stroke. You got a good point there. Yeah. It could have went way worse. Yeah. There are not words to express how grateful I am for that, she said. The mother of two said Molly memorized how to use FaceTime by watching your parents call each other, uh, later replicating the steps when her mother asked them to. It's been such a conflict of emotions, Devon said. I'm so proud of her. She, without a doubt, saved his life. Aww. Ain't that nice. You know, there's people who are out there saying, you know, you have to keep your kids away from technology till a certain age. Yeah. Here's a here's a perfect argument against it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that dad is like, don't you think it's a little too young to be teaching your, giving a smartphone to your child? <laughs> I had a stroke! And she saved my life. Right? (laughs) Case closed. Checkmate, bitch. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, it's a good enough time to end it. We're about 6.59. Please check us out on social media. Look for us on Facebook. uh, Shock Monkey Radio Redux. Search for us on Facebook. Please look for my YouTube channel. I'm the Madman Lowercase. The two words, Madman and Lowercase. Doesn't matter what case sensitivity it is <laughs> so i'm tired of having to explain it but i'm not going to change the name 
I've been using that too long. Then you just got to keep explaining yeah. it. And please, please, please consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. We would appreciate it because, you know, it keeps us going and it keeps us moving. And I'm the madman and I love you. Who are you? I'm the Hill Hippie wishing you peace and love. Bye-bye. Shimon Yoko. Keep